people die and Yuna dances. When will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Final Fantasy X recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Final Fantasy X 3 comes out. It's never been announced, but don't judge us for dreaming. I'm Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm just uh, really looking forward to this uh, this Blitzball game. Been waiting a week for it, and yeah. I want to see how it goes. I want to I finally get in the ring as Titus. I'm, I'm real excited to play the most, oh, the most, the most fun about part that. of the game. Which uh-huh. is Blitzball. I got bad news for you. What, is Blitzball not fun? Well, there's that too. <laughs> I actually like Blitzball, but it's also not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely understand and relate to the sentiment you are expressing, <laughs> even though it does not make any sense with the English uh-huh. language. Yeah. Shout out if, if you also enjoy the not fun game of Blitzball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just two sets of numbers going at each other. Titus isn't going to be in this game, unfortunately, but it's very weird, actually. This is this is kind of getting ahead of it, but it is weird that they make up this big deal about how the Oryx have never won a game, but Titus will help, and then they completely, like, succeed without Titus at all. Yeah, they do, they do great. <laughs> yeah, and they're in the finals. It's great. Well, so here's the thing. They say that the Oryx, for the past, like, a ridiculous number of years have always in the tournament been so unlucky as to be as to go as to play against the Luca goers in the first round mm-hmm. every time the tournament is randomly seeded. So there's just no momentum. Also, seeding shouldn't be random. Take that from me if you're going to take it from anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh but this time they get a bye and they're going to play against the Elbed Sykes and it's a very different situation. Yeah, they get some they get some momentum. They have they're they're built up even if Titus isn't there. They have more uh mm-hmm. more surely there's a word I could use here that would describe uh gumption. Gusto. Yeah. <laughs> they we're we're going to check in on them meeting in the locker room because Titus walks in there and says, "Where's Waka?" Dotto says, "At the matchup draws." Letty says, "What is I mean, None of these voices matter. But yeah, who gives a fuck? Uh, Letty says, One had, of them talks like this, kind of. We had to play the goers in the first match last year. Jasu says, A year before that and the one before that, too. Keepa says, A boom hour. <laughs> Keepa says, Well, we would have lost to anyone anyway. The door opens, and it's Waka, and Dado says, Captain Waka. Hey, <laughs> we're playing the Albed Sykes first. If we win, we're in the finals. That's right, we got seeded! Two wins and we're the champions. The Aurochs cheer, they're very happy. I love the phrasing of we got seeded as if, like, they may, like as if there were other brackets that did not involve seeding in any way, but... I think it means... I think he means to say we got a buy. I think... I mean, I know what he means because I know what's actually happening. It's just a very mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting word it, choice. Yeah, it is. It's strange. Anyways, everyone cheers. Hooray! Walker says... 
First things first, let's go over the basics again, boys. And then you get a tutorial on how to play Blitzball. <laughs> I, can, I, can we just get a quick screenshot of uh, this script where it says Blitzball tutorial, and then immediately after, Titus yawns. <laughs> Same, because it takes a grip to play through all the tutorial of the Blitz. Like, you don't have to. You can skip all of it. Because, fuck it, you can lose the only story match later on, and it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. If you actually do care about winning, you have to be pretty good at Blitzball to start, because, like, bl- weirdly, to have a good Blitzball team, you have to grind Blitzball, and this will be your yeah. first match. So you really actually have to know the mechanics now more than ever if you do want to win it. Do you even get anything if you happen, like, cause I'm pretty sure the match... And before it's over. I think if you win, Waka doesn't retire. That's strange because you can still have him on your team for the whole game regardless. Uh, maybe maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I, there's some effect on the Blitzball minigame going forward if you win. It might just change like your like, seeding, your like, ranking for the next season. I don't know. I'm looking it up on GameFAQs. None of this says shit. It just says that you can't do it. And it says to use the ject shot, which is true. Yeah, if you, you super should. If you don't have that, you might be fucked. Anyways, uh, Blitzball tutorial, Titus Yans. Yuna and Lulu enter the room, which I also like this uh, addition in the script, which just says, yikes. <laughs> uh, Yuna says, there you are. And then to Titus, someone said they saw Sir Oren in a cafe. Titus says, Oren? Yes, Sir Oren. Let's go find him. Titus is confused, but he follows. <laughs> He's like, well, couldn't be Oren. Walk is like, hey, 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 hey! The game starts like real soon. C- come back quick. Tita says, "Hey, I'll be back." Yeah, okay. Hey, Walker, you're stiff, man. No, no, not your face. Just, uh. just, just breathe out. Relax <sighs> like this. Just breathe. <sighs> yeah. Very, very fun watching the very limited PS2 models interact in in that moment. Mm-hmm. Una giggles, and then Lulu is. Also here. And then they leave. This is like right outside the locker room. Kamari's here. Kamari's not going to say anything for a while, but he is here the whole yeah, time. Yeah, remember that he's there. <laughs> yeah, it will It will come up. He is in the background of every scene for the next like so 30 minutes. Essentially what's happening now is Waka's staying behind with the Aurochs because the game's about to start. Titus is leaving because he needs to see what is going on with Oren showing up. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Yuna also wants to see Oren for reasons we don't yet know. Yuna says, maybe now we can find Sir Jekt. Tita says, huh? How? Sir Oren was also my father's guardian, so he might know where Sir Jekt is. Let's go now. Narration Tita chimes in and says, it didn't even occur to me to think that the Oren Yuna was talking about and the one that I knew from Xanarkin could be two different people. I don't know why, but I knew it was the same guy. I knew it was the same Oren. Probably because she's talking about your fucking dad. And your dad knows Oren. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Does he know that, though? He knows that Oren knows Jacked. Does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, because. Because they. In the, right, because at the beginning, he's like, a message from your father. Yeah. My old man. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah. That's right. As they're about to leave, they pass two members of the Albed Sykes. Uh, they speak in the Albed language, which we don't have enough letters to understand yet but if we did unless we you're a see, pro gamer yeah playing essentially new game plus yeah. we see that in this case they're saying a lady summoner we must report um i do like that their names are barrack and floppa 
good names, Bloppa especially. Extremely good. Uh, Titus, not understanding these these sentences, says, Hey, Albed Sykes, right? Some Albed saved me the other day, and uh, this girl Riku gave me food, and uh, you don't understand me, do you? After a beat, he says, Um, and there's another beat, he says, Uh, anyway, if you meet Riku, tell her thanks for me. Oh, and as for the first game, may the best team win. And then he fucking leaves. Uh, skipping on ahead. Let's see. You you made the exact sound that my brain was making while scrolling down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So out in the the streets, the streets of Luca, we get the appearance of Biggs and Wedge. Oh shit! I was just talking the other day. I was I was unsure if Biggs and Wedge were in this game. Who is Biggs and Wedge? They are guards of at the stadium entrance. That's they just right. say you can't come in. Interesting. Such unnecessarily named characters. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, to Biggs and Wedge. If I recall, you can recruit them as Blitzball players I after the tournament, though. I think so, yeah. I think I think one of them's really good, and the other one's like not as easy to recruit or something. You can recruit a weird number of people in this game mm-hmm. if you just remember that there's another button on your controller. Yeah, you talk to them with square instead of X. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll join your sport ball team. It's like, like, uh, are you familiar with the concept in D&D of alignment languages? Uh, No. So it's not a thing anymore, but in early editions of Dungeons & Dragons, you had your languages that you could speak because of your race and your background, or not not background, because that didn't exist, but you had, like, your the languages that you got access to, like I can speak common and I can speak Elvish because I'm an elf or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was also a language that you could speak based on what your character's alignment was. It's so it would be like, I speak neutral evil <laughs> and only other neutral evil people understand it. I speak asshole. That's like literally like those shirts. Or actually, I th- that are like, I translate. I, I speak fluent sarcasm is literally just. <laughs> I think if I remember right, it's like there's evil, good, lawful, and chaotic are like the four. Like there's not mm-hmm. like a chaotic evil language and a lawful evil language. It's just chaotic. Um, the, the idea was that it was supposed to be like how Latin is like the language of, at that point, Christianity in the form of like the. That like in medieval times, like Latin meant that you were a liturgical person. That's what they were trying to do with it. Anyway, it's ends up being really weird where it's like, well, my person's a good person, so they can speak good person language. Uh, uh that's what I feel like talking to someone in Blitzball is. <laughs> you just know that you just know the good the, the, the sport ball language. Mm-hmm. One, that's fucking wild. Two, mm-hmm. I have to assume that speaking chaotic just means you can translate people who key smash. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, Twitter would make a lot more sense if I could speak chaotic. Uh, let's see what happens. You can find a Waka again. You can donate to him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in, I'm on a, a Waka's OnlyFans. Uh, okay, so you leave the stadium, and a crowd gathers around Yuna. Happens uh, everywhere she goes. Uh, and she says, I'm sorry, please let me through. And she says to Titus, let's go. Titus says, you're really famous. She giggles, and then says, I hope we don't get separated. Um, and as she's walking away, Titus says, Yuna! I can't do it. Let's see if I can... 
How do you do- I can't do it the way they do it in the game because it's so fucking loud in the game. No, I, I'm just blow. I they, they they do the two finger blow whistle. Like I can whistle like easy. Oh yeah, I'm do just the, doing that. I'm not doing it with the hand. No, because I want it. Can't do the hand this, one. This is an audio medium. I don't have to do it physically. Yeah. Um, however, if we if we want to accurately do this next scene, we'll have to do that. But oh yeah, but Titus whistles and and uh, and she says, "What was that?" He laughs and says, "In Xanarkand, we do this to cheer on Blitz players." You try it too. Put your fingers in your mouth like this. Like this? Uh-uh. Not like that. Like this. Then then you just blow. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Practice. Okay. Hey, uh, use that if we get separated. Then I'll come running, okay? Well, guess we should just stick together then, till you can do it. Yes, sir. Love this fucking scene. Mm-hmm. Much like much like the laughing scene, it is just like the most endearing parts of of th- these two's relationship, and it's just so mm-hmm. fucking dorky. And it doesn't it like yeah, like it if owns Yuna it. had like, like Yuna, I feel is unfortunately one of the characters who <sighs> Yuna's a pretty flat character. I'll just say it. I like Yuna, but. Like, she doesn't really become a person until 10-2. <laughs> She's just kind yeah. of... And that's kind of, like, what it's her story is about, is that, like, her society is not letting her be a person. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that's kind of disappointing when the game wants her to be the main character's love interest, and it's kind of hard to buy that when she's just shy, religious woman. Women born after it. the last calm only know summon, uh, uh-huh. like himbo... White magic and... <laughs> and and cry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, but moments like these, like, I feel like kind of fill that gap of, like, I see how they, like, I see why they hit it off. Well, yeah, like, even if, you know, I, I just saw a, uh, a quote from Celine Siyama, the director of a bunch of great movies, but most recently, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And she she was talking about how, like, uh, a, a vital part of a relationship is this like language that you speak with one person mm-hmm. and like even though like they don't have a ton in common that is 100% there with Titus and Yuna it's just like there's just that that raw chemistry that they're just like yeah no it's just great to be around each other and just talk yeah even though that like yeah we don't like they, they they talk about Xanarkand that's really it but you're yeah. you're you're right though like a lot of her it's, it's not just that Yuna is a flat character and I I, I think it's valid for people to, to think that as a weakness of her character, but so much of her arc is about that. And I think that's why the shift yeah. in X2 where she is a different character is jarring for a lot of people. It's like, yeah, this is what she gets to do now that she doesn't have this existential trauma. Weight on her shoulders, yeah. yeah. X2 is a great game. Um, looking forward to getting there in, I don't know, um, a year? Who could say? Yeah, sure. Uh, anyways, this scene's great. I'm going to keep scrolling down past all these optional people you can talk to on the way. Uh, but eventually you get to this big main square uh, of Luca, which I, I guess is not that big now that I'm thinking about it. But Tita says, whoa, this is a pretty big town. Yuna says, Luca is the second largest city in Spira. And I thought every town was little, you know, like Besaid and Kilika. Towns don't usually get bigger than that. Because when a lot of people start to gather... Sin? Yeah. What about Luca? It's safe here? It's not any different, but the stadium is here. The Crusaders fight to protect it with all their strength. They protect the stadium? Blitzball's really the only entertainment that we have. 
Spear is a little short on fun these days. Oh, talk about pressure. She laughs and says, that's right. Is Xanarkand like this too? Hmm. Well, there are more buildings. All tall ones and cramped together. Oh, they must be so tall. Don't you ever get dizzy? I hate this stupid line. It's I, I was going to compliment you on how you completely nailed Yuna's intonation on it, though. Yeah. That, that's the thing. She is just, she always has wonder, even at just, like, tall buildings. Which mm-hmm. makes sense in fucking Spira. But, like, because we start with Titus and Xanarkin, mm-hmm. it's like, wow. She has such wonder for the world somehow. Uh, Titus laughs. Let's go find Sir Oren. Oren can wait, says the script. Let's wander around bugging people somewhere. Yeah. We're not going to read all these optional bugging things. We're, we're going to cut inside of a cafe, which is apparently called Luca Cafe. And they look around, and Titus says, Oren's not here. Hmm. She starts talking to people, presumably trying to figure out where, if anyone knows, if anyone saw someone who matches Oren's description. Uh, at that point, Kamari comes in. Remember him? He ends up around some other Ronso. Uh, I think these are two Ronso from the... Plus Baltim. Yeah. I don't remember uh, what they're what it, called. What their town is called. I don't remember. Uh, um, I mean, they're from... Uh, oh, shit. What's the mountain called? Gagamet? Gagazette. 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 Um, I don't know what the, sport, the, the Blitzball team is called, though. But anyway... I love their names. God, I love... <laughs> they're Yankee and Baran. Yankee. But I mean... Every time I see Biran, I think Brian. <laughs> <laughs> we could just call him Brian if we wanted to. Yankee says, Why not talk, Kimari? Not see Yankee for ten years. Say something. Kimari, forget Yankee. Forget Brian. <laughs> Brian says, Leave Kimari, Yankee. Kimari is small, Ronso. Kimari is so small, can't see Yankee in Brian's faces. <laughs> it's not what he sounds. He sounds like Yankee, but I'm doing a bit. Yankee says, Kamari, forget Ronso, friends. We taught you much at time of horn molt. <laughs> Be- Brian taught Kamari to be strong, Ronso. <laughs> Maybe taught too much. Tita says, take him on. Uh, so Kamari crouches and Yankee laughs at this, but then Kamari fucking punches Brian. Yeah, just knocks <laughs> the dude out. Just, just lays him, him out. Yeah, it seems like maybe there isn't as much of a difference in strength as they might have thought. But then, like, the bartender guy's like, Hey, take it outside! The tournament's starting, you hear? And Titus says, The game! And then we all lost the game. <laughs> uh, on the sphere, on the screen in the, bar ten- in the bar, the pre-game ceremony is taking place, and Maester Micah, who you remember from... You may remember from last week's episode, he was the old, the old pope. dude who was one of the religious leaders. Uh, the, the tournament is in his honor for being the headmaster like, or whatever. 50th year? Is that it? That sounds right. He says, Today, on this glorious day, players from all over Spira have assembled here to participate in this great contest of bravery, skill, and strength. I know it's not the intention of that beat in the middle, but it does make it sound like he had to remember what he was going to say. <laughs> All of these fine teams, equally renowned, save for the <laughs> giant embarrassment that are the Besaidorocks. No, he doesn't say that. All these fine teams, equally renowned, deserve to win the cup today. Such is the nature of this contest. Let us, the spectators, play our role accordingly. Let us sing to the glory of the winners and applaud equally 
the valor of the defeated. Contestants, may Yevon be with you. And he bows. Hell yeah. And then we get some uh, some some sick, high-quality graphics uh, of the big orb being filled up with water. What, what did I write down about it? Oh, I wrote down shit looks tasty. Because <laughs> it does. It does. It looks like aloe vera liquid. You looks know what I mean? Looks delicious. Ugh. Anyways, the game starts. Just want to slurp it up? Yeah, slurp, slurp. There's an exchange in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake where Barrett accuses, I think, the president of Shinra of slurping up the, the Mako of the planet. <laughs> and the president's like, ha, huh, yes, we do keep slurping. And it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so glad that game is just so fucking ridiculous and owns it. I watched a video about the Zune recently. Oh, God bless. Mike, Microsoft's uh, failed iPod competitor. Uh-huh. Hey, it got into interstitial season two. <laughs> That's true. The Zune had a functionality where if two people near each other had a Zune, which <laughs> fat chance, you could share music to someone else. You like if you it was kind of like a way to share music and still have DRM be a thing, because you could share a song with someone and then that person could listen to it three times before the DRM would delete it and then it'd be like, maybe I want to buy this song or whatever. So it's like a it's like it's a weird airdrop is, is it like D- yeah, ds exactly ds share play yeah similar very similar to that which is like a cool idea and like i mean yeah i see i see the value you, on it would be cooler if you could just own the music that you own but whatever of course what would you say this function could be called in a, the best in the best possible world uh i don't know squirting <laughs> It's called squirt. Oh, God, I could have never guessed. You, you can squirt songs <laughs> to people. Oh, I love to squirt a good tune. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Well, thank you for sharing this knowledge that yeah, will haunt me slurp. forever. You said slurp, and I just thought about it. Yeah, sorry to everyone who <laughs> listens to this podcast. Anyway, so we look up that we look at the great the great good juice in the orb, and we cut back to the cafe. And Tita says, Kamari, Yuna's gone. And in fact, during the calamity of the fight, Yuna is nowhere to be seen. Summoner napped. Titus and Kamari leave the bar to find Lulu, who says, Where in Spira have you been? Tita says, Huh? Yuna's been kidnapped by the Albad Sykes. In exchange for her safe return, they want the Aurochs to lose. What? If they're only Blitzball players, I doubt they'll do anything drastic. But we shouldn't take chances. Let's go get her. Uh, she says that kind of like to Kamari. Titus says, I'm going too. This will be no problem. They're telling the Aurochs to throw the game, as if they needed to. I mean, how good a team can they be? Waka said the same thing. He'll take care of the game. We should go get Yuna. The Albed boat is in dock four. Let's go. And then they go. They get to, they get to the dock. There's a bunch of you can you can check in on the locals on your walk there. Uh-huh. You fight some robots. Uh, yeah, they're weak to lightning. If you pushed Kimari down Riku's path on the sphere grid, you can also have him use the steel command and which is a one shot. All robots in this robots. all robots in this game die immediately when you steal their things. Which is the idea is that so like good. you're taking a part off of them mm-hmm. and then they fall apart. But I just like to think of them as like they're uh anarcho-capitalists and they're like <laughs> no you're violating the nap just fucking and then self-destruct. They just self-destruct god 
Um, I like that reading more. Uh-huh. Anyways, yeah, so you fight a bunch of little Machina boys, um, which is our... I mean, we already kind of... I think we already had an association between them and Machina because of, like, some racist shit Waka said. But anyways, uh, you fight a bunch of those, and there's a broadcast on the TV above where, where you're fighting them. I, don't, I think you were Baba and I was Jima before. Sure. Uh, Baba is one of the two Blitzball announcers, uh, Jima being the other. Baba says, The Aurochs are keeping the score tied with some excellent defense, folks. Waka gets fucking bodied, uh, and I'm, I'm so glad to hear mm-hmm. that he specifies it's by Barrick. <laughs> Baba continues, Ow, oh, he'll feel that in the morning. Uh, he's hit again. And then Jimma chimes in and says, Ah, but the referee doesn't call the foul. Waka's taking a real beating out there. Waka is like... He's floating. He's basically just floating, and he's just like, toast. We cut back to Titus, though, uh, and Titus says, Still in there. He's like, the score's tied or whatever. Uh, Lulu shakes her head and says, He won't last. Waka's always like that. Titus says, Ouch! (laughs) (laughs) Lulu says, Let's... (laughs) I mean, yeah. Damn. <laughs> she's uh, she's maybe a little too forward in this part of the game. Lulu says, let's go. And then we cut to them running up to the ship. And she says again, let's go. Uh, as they jump onto uh, the Albed ship, which is like pulling away from the dock. So they like barely get on. Um, but once they get on, Kamari is still here, by the way. There's the three of them in this party. But they get up on this boat. And then a big... Um, you want to say ball what? Ball machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to, like, I guess it's supposed to be, uh, like, kind of pachinko reminiscent. It looks like it was originally built to practice blitzball kicks. Oh, that's absolutely what it, it is. Shoots, You're right, I'm wrong. Because it's, it's like, yeah, it's like a batting trainer pitcher, but a giant robot mech that's shooting blitzballs. Yeah, it's like it's like how all the, the Mega Man villains originally had, like, jobs and then <laughs> and then i was like hey don't worry about the rainforest come beat up mega man for me and this this is like that only it was like it shoot balls and now it shoot balls but bad it's a living uh, i am glad that ball shooter robot is only the second weirdest thing i wrote down for my notes for this behind horn malt <laughs> which we completely glossed over yeah anyways uh you fight the ball robot <laughs> yeah you uh get clever and you like Oh, yeah, there's a crane on the boat. You power a crane? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, once the thing is defeated, at the same time, Yuna escapes her capture by knocking out the people who uh, had captured her. And Lulu says, I hope you hurt them. Yuna says, a little. Titus kind of like looks around and he's like inspecting the boat. And Yuna says, what is it? Titus says, there were these Albed that saved my life when I first came to Spira. They took me on their ship, even gave me food. I was kind of hoping this was the same ship, but it's not. I wonder if they're all gone. Considering the things that have happened, I don't know if I would hope this was their ship, but I get where he's coming from. Yeah. He just wants to see- He just wants to see- He wants for once the next face he sees to be one he's, he met more than, like, two days ago. Yuna yeah. says, what happened? Sin came up near us. I made it out okay, but I don't know what happened to their ship. Um, was there anyone called Sid on that ship? And everyone's like, oh shit, it's a Final Fantasy game. Sid. Confirmed. Yeah. I don't know. 
They were all speaking that Albed language. I see. So, who's Sid? He's my uncle, but I've never actually met him. Wait, so that means you're Albed too, Yuna? On my mother's side, yes. Sid is my mother's brother. He became distant after my mother married, but she told me to seek him out if I ever needed help. You're worried he was... Lulu cuts him off and says, Don't tell Waka about Yuna's lineage. The thing about Waka, he never had much love for the Yalbed. After a beat, Tia shoots up and says, Whoa! I gotta tell Waka! I thought I told you not to tell Waka, <laughs> says Lulu. You fucking idiot. What do you think he means by that? Does- he means like, he means, oh, I, I gotta tell Waka, Yuna's safe. I can play the game. Okay. I can play the next game. He essentially means, oh, we needed to tell Waka what happened. Yeah. But, like, the joke is that she just said, don't tell Waka about Yuna's lineage. Because mm-hmm. he's a racist bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's very racist. Uh, Yuna says, the game! Lulu says, oh. And then shoots lightning into the sky. I don't fucking know why. She shuts off a flare to signal to Waka that they're good. Like, hey, if you see this go off in the sky, oh. Yuna is safe now. So you can play the game for real. That makes sense. That's, I mean, that's what I always assume, because immediately after, we cut to Waka, uh, like, being like, all right, let's play the game now. I'm Baba, right? Yeah, Baba says... This is all Baba. 30 seconds left. The Aurochs are launching an all-out offensive. A long pass from Letty. It goes through. Oh, oh, he shoots. Goal! Unbelievable! The Aurochs win the match 3-2! to two. I could hear the exact moment you just slipped into the Oblivion Arena voice. (laughs) Uh, Lower the gates. They did it. The Aurochs finally won a match. We cut back to the the Tidus group watching the the end of the game on on a TV, and Tidus says, we won! Yuna says, we did it, we're in the finals! Which, like, mm, liberal use of we there, Yuna. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) <laughs> They're all in the one sense that you're like, I'm a fan of the, <laughs> I'm a fan of this team. We made it. I would say Yuna's a, like a, a degree closer. That's fair than that. Yeah. But you're still right. Uh, Lulu says not the most graceful win. If it was Chapu, he'd still be standing. Tita says, Hey, aren't you just being a little unfair? I mean, she is, but still, shut up. <laughs> yeah, this ain't your business. Yeah, stay in your lane, boy. Uh, Lulu, uh, like, angrily is like, excuse me? I know I could never take Chapu's place. You're the one who told Waka that, right, Lulu? And I don't think Waka would ever try to take Chapu's place. And she cuts him off and says, you don't want to finish that sentence. (coughs) He means well, but he also needs to shut up. Yeah. He just always assumes, like, Oh, I know everything about the situation. Cool, I'm all up to speed. And, like, doesn't even consider the possibility that there might be more to the relationships he sees around them yeah. than he already knows. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's certainly emotionally stunted by his upbringing. But uh, mm-hmm. he has a character arc. We're not that far in the game. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. Uh, anyways, uh, I think that's I think that's a good place to call it for, yeah, sure. for this episode. Next time, we'll, we'll check in with the Aurochs in the locker room again. Maybe Titus will get to play ball. Uh, maybe Oren will be here. Who could say? Where are you on the internet, Joe? You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. Uh, and I'm on a couple other podcasts. Uh, I, I'll plug Nervous Rex again. Uh, it's a Neon Genesis 
Evangelion podcast, The Nerve and Nervous Rex is all capitalized. Get it? It's from the show. Um, but I, I rewatched that show. My friend Chris was watching it for the first time. Um, we have since recorded our episode on the last two episodes of the show, 25 and 26. Really liked our episode on it. Um, we're going to be doing a like mailbag retrospective episode before we dig into End of Eva and the movies. And we're also going to do like Gunbuster and some other relevant Ano material. So I, I really like that show, and you should check it out if you like Eva, or uh, if you want to get into it, and you're motivated by well-spoken podcasts about media. <laughs> uh, Wheels, <laughs> where could people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash SingularWheels, and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. We're playing the Star Wars... Edge of the Empire. There we go. That's the <laughs> name of the system. We're playing the f- Fantasy Flight Star Wars system. That's that's what we're doing. And we're having a blast with it. This episode that will be live the day before this comes out publicly, uh, the episode of Very Random Encounters that will have come out the day before this one, includes a thing that is... Probably the worst thing that I've said on a podcast since I said cummy ship on interstitial. <laughs> no, cummy ship was on oh, no, this I, show. I, no, I said I said cummy ship on this show, and then it was repeated. Do you by do you actually Hazel think? Yes. Do you think that cummy ship is worse than insinuating that Zigbar has a huge cock? <laughs> I don't even remember doing that. I do. <laughs> I think it was. I, th- uh, I think yeah. it was all the out of context Twitter recently too. But yeah, listen to yesterday's episode of Very Random Encounters, and you'll figure out what that is <laughs> real quick. <laughs> the scale is ever-shifting. Anyways, you can follow this podcast on Twitter, at MemorizeCast. Uh, in our show notes and in our pinned tweet, you can find a link to our Patreon, patreon.com slash MemorizeCast. Uh, you can get episodes early or bonus episodes. We're about to record our April bonus episode, which is uh, Wheels is going to explain to me some shit from uh, the Elder Scrolls universe. Um, but so pumped. I'm I'm pumped. Uh, and then next month we'll be probably not finishing JoJo Part Two, but that's uh that that's what I do. We trade off months explaining things that we're passionate about, and the other one is like, well, I would say I'm more interested in Elder Scrolls than you were in JoJo, but I think we're we're getting to a balance. I yeah, like I've gotten to the point now where I can see a reference to JoJo online, <laughs> and I can get the joke. Did I tweet that one at you where I was like, hey, I get this now? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was it was the thing with uh, Joseph finishing people's sentence, or like yeah. knowing what people are going to say next. It's like, I get the joke. I get the <laughs> reference. Oh, my God. This is a JoJo reference. There's an entire like subsection of comedy that's just recognizing JoJo references. So like eventually you'll get there. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's been around me this whole time. Yeah. I don't think I've explained to you the the to be continued singers. I'll have to do that next time. Anyways, yes, patreon.com slash memorizedcast if you want more of that. And what else do I plug? Uh, our theme music is Yuna by Will and Tim, courtesy of Game Chops. Oh, we have a Discord server you can join. The link to that is also in the pinned tweet in the show notes. Uh, there's also a, a Discord server for the whole network that we're on, the Orange Groves Podcast Network. Uh, you can find that uh, at the bottom of the website, um, theorangecoves.com. You can also find all the other shows that are over there. I recommend it. But I think that's, I think that's everything. Uh, that was Luca and the Aurochs' first game in the Blitzball Tournament. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Ha 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 ha!
we know, we know, we know it's another freaking piece of media about the Marmoset Chronicles. Before you stop us, we know that this series of movies has been talked about and deliberated on in analysis on characters, plot, cinematography, everything under the sun. And we know what you're thinking. Why do I want to listen to these two assholes talk about it? Well, we're going to try to come at it from a slightly different angle. We're talking about these movies and how they relate to us and the world in which we live in, a post-Marmoset Chronicles world, so to speak. And you can listen to us make our slow, laborious way through this eight-movie epic on your podcast catcher of choice every week until we make it through them all. Which will hopefully not take the 16 years it took the eight movies to come out. <laughs> or maybe if it does, send help. We might have fallen down a time hole. So join us on The Marmoset Chronicles, a personal retrospective.